Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. It's our 70th episode, and after a couple of kerfuffles this week, Annie and I are discussing friendship betrayals, deal breakers, and ways to reconcile with your best buds when things go awry. We'll also have our regular procession of segments, including Peloton in 60 seconds and Nobody's Nonsense. And it wouldn't be a milestone episode if Bryce didn't introduce yet another new segment. This one is called Somebody Spillover, and I can promise you that I did not approve it. (laughs) Buckle up. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Nobodies. Annie, I can't. I told you this when we first got on. It's so nice to see you. It's so nice to see you after the day. Oh, God. I know. We both both have had quite a day. Uh, What are your peaks and valleys? Did you remember we do this? Um, <laughs> this I did, and I actually had some good ones, and now I'm having a hard time remembering what they were. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. I remember. Okay. So my peak is um, I started doing the five-minute journal. What's have that? You, have you seen this? It's literally called the five-minute journal. And okay. you spend five minutes a day, like a couple minutes in the morning, and then a couple of minutes right before you go to bed. The morning ones, um, you basically – Someone's butt dialing me. My phone's going crazy. Um, But basically, you wake up and you say, I'm having an office call me now. Sorry. Um, So, okay. So the five-minute journal, you wake up and you say like three things that you're thankful for. You write those down. And then you write three things that would make today great. And then you write an affirmation. So like, I am something. Okay. And then at the end of the day, you write three great things that happened that day. And then what's one thing that you could have done to make today better? Oh, that's awesome, actually. I, yeah. And I've only been doing it for a couple of days, but like I like, I've always wanted to have a solid like morning and night routine. And this is kind of like helping with that. I like that there's a structure to it instead of being like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, just jot down shit for five minutes. Like right. actually, there's actually, it actually tells you what to do. Yeah, exactly. I like that. So good yeah. for you. That's great. Thank you. So that's my peak. My valley is probably, oh God, probably just being like unnecessarily stressed out, like always. But I didn't have any like single thing bad happen that I was like, that's good. You know, butt hurt over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe it was just a blah week. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You know, we never talked about, I mean, because we have, we had a somebody session last week, but we didn't talk about how your brother Sammy and his podcast cohorts shouted us out on their podcast. They that did. was a that huge was so peak. nice. I know. It led from the fact that, like, I was in their song. Yes. Um, But, yeah, that was so nice. They, like... Shouted us out and everything. Yeah, they propped us. They did on their YouTube. They're they're more of a visual show as well. So they yeah. they have a they have both a podcast element and a uh, like a visual element on YouTube. Their YouTube channel is a parental advisory show, and uh, they even put our like Instagram 
Yeah. Like when, when they said our name, they like put their Instagram, put our Instagram up there and they were like, Annie has a podcast. It was so awesome. It I know. Was just it was like, so nice. That was really nice. We actually gained a pretty, I mean, a few followers, like several really? followers from it. Yeah. Nice. We'll take whatever we can get. I know. And no one's looking at Instagram for some reason right now. I don't get what's going really? on. Really? Well, yeah. the algorithm's really weird right now. Oh, well, maybe because of that shutdown or whatever that they did. You know how I remember a couple of weeks ago when it was like they weren't showing likes anymore? That did not affect my profile. Oh, it didn't? No. Okay. Because I'm somebody and you are not. That's true. I know. <laughs> Mine was like all out of whack. I was like, what's happening? No, I think business accounts did not seem to be affected. Are you a business account? Yeah. You're a brand. <laughs> I'm a brand. I'm a media brand. <laughs> <laughs> You're a conglomerate. <laughs> okay, you well, know this, but I have my own corporation. <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh, my peak is likely going to be your valley. I told you this. I texted you this. And um, I just want you to know that I caved and bought the sauna vest. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> you should I have gone first so that I could have made that my valley. <laughs> Wait, the like stupid like tight one you sent me on Instagram? I think so, yeah. It actually it works, it works really well though. I've only used it once, but it made me sweat like crazy and it like tires you out. It's almost like a weighted vest. I have one. A sauna vest? A sauna suit. Oh, nice. I don't I want to get a hot bag. You know, like those bags that people lay in? That's what I really need. That is what you need. And those are not that expensive. No, they're like uh, less than $100, I think. Yeah. You Why have I not done it. that? That's so know. dumb. That is so dumb. Um, and then my valley, you're going to like this too. So I started going to the chiropractor because I have like a shoulder. I hurt myself skiing. I don't know if I've talked about this, but I, it doesn't like hurt. I didn't... And being a very big baby. But like, I, I think I like overextended my shoulder and it was just kept persisting for like two weeks. So I decided I'm going to go to the, the chiropractor because mm-hmm. um, I just thought this might be a good, you know, it just kept persisting. So then anyway, I get there. I haven't been to a chiropractor. I've been to one before, but this place is kind of like, a, it, you, they like churn you out. It's like a chain. They like just are like. Oh, the right. joint? Yes, that's it. Yeah. So yeah. So the joint, shout out to them. They are, um, you know. I had never been there, but they really just go. I mean, it takes like less than 10 minutes. So anyway, I'm on the table. And um, as he was cracking my back, I audibly farted. (laughs) Stop. Swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) And his reaction was, oh. Wait, I have to tell T this. Okay, tell him. Babe. Babe. Bryce was at the chiropractor on the table and as the guy cracked his back, he farted. (laughs) (laughs) And his reaction was, oh, and I was like, oh, sorry, sorry about that. (laughs) I have actual tears. Oh my god. You said oh you said oh sorry. No, 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 no. He back. said he goes, oh <laughs> that oh. was his reaction. And mine was, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. And then we never spoke of it again. I don't oh my god. <laughs> that what'd you say? He said they probably get that from like 70-year-old men. <laughs> that is 
my favorite thing. Annie, to okay, here's my thing. Here, here's my thing. I don't know how you don't fart on the table. Like I don't like they're cracking every muscle and joint in your body. Like I don't get how you don't. Like people don't fart. Like, I mean, I can think of like a hundred reasons. I had had. I, I think I, I don't. I don't think I had any broccoli that day either. I don't know where it was coming from. <laughs> Were you like gassy in general? No. It just was like, it just, and it just happened. And it wasn't, I like, I try, I mean, I think I was like, you know, like holding, holding my, I don't know what I'm trying to do. Like hold my stress somewhere else. So I was like my, you know. That is. Anal glands. That should have been your peak, honestly. (laughs) No, that was so embarrassing. I mean, truly, I cannot imagine a more embarrassing situation. (laughs) Luckily, he never said, like, we never spoke of it again. And I thought he was going to say, like, yeah, that happens all the time or whatever. But he I would bet money that it doesn't happen very often. All right. That's really, that's really not great. That is. Thank you for sharing that with me. I needed that laugh today. You're I had welcome. tears coming down my cheeks. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Oh, my God. That was so good. <laughs> okay. So let's get Favorite started. Favorite valley of all time. <laughs> Let's get started with Peloton in 60 seconds, a segment in which I start a timer on my phone and we discuss all things Peloton for just one minute. Hang on, let me get my, I just opened up my calculator. Hold up. I know you told me to prepare something for this, but I didn't really see you go first. Set an alarm for one minute. Your alarm is set for 601 p.m. Sorry. Set a timer for one minute. Hang on. Now I got to, hang on. Don't okay, cut yeah. any of this out either. <laughs> set a timer for one minute. Your timer is set. Okay, go. So, Annie, you're doing a strength challenge. Do you, yes. Does everything still hurt? Uh, no, I'm better today. Okay, that's good. But you were like, you're doing all full body stuff and so plus bike. It's five days a week. So I'm doing 20 minute rides and then 20 minute strength five days a week. And Monday is upper body, Tuesday is lower body, Wednesday is full body, Thursday's chest and back, Friday's core. Okay, that's pretty good. I mean, I need to actually, I should actually get on board with that because I basically do the same thing, except I am doing my core challenge still, which I do at least five minutes of core. And I swear to God, I mean, nothing is, nothing is better. I mean, my core, I've been doing this for, I've only been doing it for, since the beginning of March, but still it's like my core has not gotten any stronger. Five like. minutes is not that long. Right. I usually do 10. I've only done five okay. minutes like once, but still it's like, I mean, I just am like, how does anyone ever strengthen their core? But um, no my, my numbers are down on the bike. I don't know if my bike. So is are mine. Since it updated, actually. Man, that is that goes by fast. I know. I thought. Okay. No, but I uh, last final thought on that. My numbers have gone down also since the bike updated. Oh, okay, good. So I mean, sometimes good, they but... like redo their calculations or whatever. That's good to know. All right, so uh, moving on, since we really don't get a chance to reflect on the somebody sessions while we're recording them, I thought we could take some time to quickly talk about what we learned or express any further thoughts from our latest somebody session in a new segment I'm calling Somebody Spillover. If you remember, our last session was with entertainment journalist Cassie Delora, who came on to predominantly talk about the British royal family and the drama ensuing with them currently, as well as the Grammys. 
Now, Cassie is a professional working at Entertainment Tonight and simply could not comment on certain aspects of the bombshell Oprah interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry a couple of weeks ago. Annie, I know you had some other thoughts you wanted to say. I don't, do you care to reflect on um, the summary session or what you thought of it as a whole? Um, I enjoyed talking to Cassie a lot. I think she obviously knew a lot more than we did. I think most of my thoughts came out on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, but I will say what had not come out bef- by the time we recorded was Prince William's statement. Right. And I would just like to say that someone stating my family is not racist is pretty much what racists say. So that proves nothing to us. And I was not satisfied with his statement. I think the goal, again, like we said on the pod, on that episode, we didn't know that what was going to come out of that interview. We just wanted, when we asked Cassie, we wanted her to come and talk to us about the royal family as a whole in general kind of thing. And I feel like I had came away with, came away from it, knowing why people like them. I mean, even though I, you know, don't really care. You don't well. agree necessarily. Or I don't agree. Or I don't care. But I do now get like, okay, this makes sense to me now. Like with the, even with like the, the popularity of the crown, you know, it was, it's something that, you know, it is, it is sort of fascinating that, you know, you put this family on a pedestal, like they, they're anybody. For literally no reason. And they're literally anybody. I mean, any family could be this, could be royalty. If they're born into it. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like they could easily be peasants in a different world. Like it doesn't, or, or just bankers. I mean, I don't know anything. So I did think that that was that, uh, I really do think that I I appreciate that she came on and like, kind of gave us a better understanding of like what the hell is going on with them. But that's sort of. Yeah, no, she, I mean, I did too. And I also can appreciate the fact that like some little girls look up and want to be a princess. You know, like yeah. I can understand that aspect of it. Yeah, or a duchess. Yeah. I wasn't that, but that doesn't mean that girls shouldn't want that. No, and it doesn't, and it really, no. And I think that it is sort of like, well, again, what we said is this, even the Hollywood thing where it's like, even when I was growing up, I mean, Hollywood seemed like such a foreign, you know, like far off place where you couldn't, you'd have to be like invited to go or something, you know, that mm-hmm. you're not, it's not something that, and then you get here and you're like, what a dumb but then especially uh, Hollywood Boulevard, but I, yeah. Thank you, Cassie. Cause I think that was, that was illuminating. Um, yeah. Thank you. And good job on the Grammys. Yeah. Great job on the Grammys and appearing on the broadcast. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, especially so timely for us because you know, we just had her on. I was texting her like that. No, I didn't know. I, and I, and I also told her, Oh, you're being, you're joking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, this next topic of conversation bubbled up from a couple of things that happened last week. First off, I did something which, not surprising, <laughs> irrationally annoyed you, Annie. Yeah. You said you said you had no business being annoyed, but you were, and that's fine because I know in this particular reaction is coming from a place of protection. It sounds like we're casting spells or something. Anyway, yeah. later we were texting, and you said you don't fuck with deceit, and neither do yeah. I. So it got us thinking about the topic of betrayals and breakups, if you will, on a friendship level, because a lot of times those can be even more difficult to execute, or in my case, the only breakups I ever go through. <laughs> so that's true. I'll start by asking you, Annie, have you have you been deceived by friends in the past and how did you deal with it? Oh yeah, I mean, I think so. I 
maybe not in like a very not in like a specific single instance. Mm-hmm. But I think as you grow up, you learn which friends you can trust and which ones are full of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing like, <clears throat> I mean, no situations that you're like, okay, this is. You mean aside from the one that you pulled this past week? <laughs> no, I'm oh kidding. Yours wasn't that serious. Um, no. At the time, on my scale of annoyance, it was on a scale of one to ten. Oh my god! Day, I wasn't. I, do it, I wasn't doing it to like annoy. No, I know. I know. I'm giving you a hard time. I'm giving you a hard time. But no, I mean, I think you just like I said, as you get older, I think you learn to figure out. And I know you're going to get into this more on this episode, but like what your deal breakers are and like you realize who you want to surround yourself with. And, you know, that includes people that are just honest or, you know, some people want to be surrounded by people that tell them what they want to hear. Yeah. And that's okay. Like that the world needs people like that. I'm not that person, but (laughs) you know, I think it's just, you don't want to be you like, you don't want people who are like that. And you're also yeah, and, not I, that and I don't want to be yeah. Okay, all right. So it is both. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, both. yeah. No, I think that this is just an interesting uh, topic. I mean, certainly from I will say yes, I have been deceived, and it does. But it and the way I reacted does depend on the situation. I have two examples that I want your reaction to. So uh, okay. one was when a friend reached out to me to offload some weed she had gotten too much of and she was she like she was like can you help me out and buy some of this and so as a friend i did i was like i'll come out yeah i can i can buy some weed from you um and it was really shitty weed but i wasn't buying it because i was like just in desperate need of pot you know like i wanted to help out a friend and so wait 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 Like she was worried it would get dried out before she could smoke it, oh, or what? I don't even know that. I don't even really remember like the the reasoning why. But she just was like, "Hey, I bought too much of this. Like, would you? Okay, this sounds sketchy from go. <laughs> this is why. This is why I wanted your reaction on this topic. Okay. So okay, so then I go there and I and I buy it. And again, like I said, it's not like I was just. I was just trying to help out a friend because like uh, clearly she wanted, you know, she needed money or whatever, like not in like, a, she wasn't like looking right. for or anything, but just, you know. And so I thought, okay, I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll like buy, I'll go buy, like I'll go buy some from you. And so then, so I go and do it and it was really shitty weed. And I remember my, another one of our friends was with me and they were like, this is a, this is like, first of all, he didn't tell me this, like, when we were, like, when I was making the purchase, he told me this afterwards, and he's like, yeah, that weed is, like, really shitty, like, you way overpaid for that, or something like that, I, again, I don't remember exactly what it was, but anyway, so then she goes around and tells all of our mutual friends that she wanted to find the most gullible person to buy her skunk-ass weed, and I was like, what the fuck, like, I mean, I was annoyed, but I mean, I think I was smoking too much weed at the time to have the bandwidth to be mad. So, <laughs> do you consider yourself a gullible person? Yes, very. Okay, then why would you get mad about that? It was it was just like such a it was such a weird scenario of like I was just trying to be a good friend essentially, and then they she turned around like she's like hoodwinking me at some point. No, like, that I understand. I didn't. The moment you said she called you and asked if she could come, if you could come help her out and buy some of this weed, immediately I didn't like it. 
was that like, does not like seeds and stems and it. it was like it's good it had to be it was like basically grass i think she like, just went outside and like picked up some dirt <laughs> oh god no that would piss me off that's not very nice Right. But I mean, again, I didn't, I was just kind of like, this is really dumb. And like, why are you telling all of our friends this? Like, this yeah. is when we, when we are not recording, you can tell me your name and I'll eliminate her. <laughs> uh, another instance aggravated me more, not to be totally cliche, but this time I experienced deception by a friend over a girl. I had a crush on this poor girl that me and my friend both hung out with. And I remember point blank asking him if he also liked her. I just wanted some transparency because clearly I'm not like, I'm going to lose if I'm in like a competition. <laughs> so as I mentioned, my friend, this girl and I all hung out together. So it wasn't some insane thing if my friend liked her too. Like it, that wasn't, that wasn't, you know, the problem, but I was hoping he would at least put his cards on the table so we could get out any potential awkwardness or I could bow out gracefully uh, <laughs> or whatever. And I remember I asked him and he answered me by saying, no, I don't know. And then they were dating a couple of months later and it was kept from me. And I was pissed. Like it just made me that's mad. That's fair. He, yeah. It, it just made me mad that he wasn't honest. And I think maybe that's what we'll, well, I'm sure we'll, I want to get into because that's, you know, I think that's the sort of pinnacle kind of like what you just said of friendship is like, just be honest. And like, even if he didn't know at the time I asked him, which I think he did, but at the be- I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Um, like ultimately but even if he ultimately realized that he did, he should have revisited this conversation with me. That's all I think that would have been nice. Um, that, I agree with you. Okay, but moving moving on, um, are there any friendship deal breakers for you, Annie? What are your friendship deal breakers? Or I just value honest, genuine people so much. Yeah. And like, that's, I consider myself to be very genuine and very like what you see is what you get. Um, I would agree. And I'm very honest, like sometimes to a fault. Yes. Painfully. Yeah. Painfully (laughs) honest. And so I think because I know that that's what I bring to a friendship, that's what I expect to be reciprocated. And do you feel like your friendships are that they they are reciprocated, like the people that you choose to keep in your life? Oh yeah. You wouldn't keep. What? I wouldn't keep someone if I felt if I found out that someone was not honest or was like you know not being themselves with me. Like, why would I want to stay? And I'm not saying when I say like not stay friends with them, that doesn't mean like you're cut out of my life. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean that, but it's just like, to your point, like if I see them walking down the street, like, yeah, I'll say hi and I'll be nice. I'm not like an evil bitch, (laughs) but I may not go out of my way to check in and see how they are or to hang out with them or, you know, things like that. Well, I think there's also layers sort of, of Of course, if you're looking at like the the earth, well, that we think is a globe that some others don't. Um, But if, if you're looking at like the crust and the, is it the mantle and the core? I mean, you're looking at, you're looking at like various degrees of closeness. So like. Oh, totally. It changes the dynamic completely. Well, like I think every person, I'm also not someone like my sister, for instance, I love her and she's an incredible friend to people, but she is a bit of a people collector. Whereas like (laughs) she makes. Wait, wait, explain what that is. She makes friends very quickly and she has a lot of friends. And, like, that's – she's also a true, like, extrovert, so it makes Mm -hmm. sense. 
I'm not necessarily that person. Like I'm very content with like my small group of friends and then a lot of acquaintances. Yeah. Like there are very few people that I'm going to pick up the phone and talk well, I to. I don't know that you'd ever pick up the phone for anyone. <laughs> well, that's how you know you're not in this category. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm kidding because you are in my like I talk to you every day. Yeah, yeah. We my do. really, really close friends, I talk to every day. You, Ariel, Steph, my sister, my core group of friends from back home in yeah. Nebraska. Like, but there are probably 10, you know, maximum. Mm-hmm. I don't even think there's that many. And so, and those are like my core people. And then I have to your point, like layers. Like then I have people that I talk to maybe on a weekly basis. But I have my certain people that I'm going to call when I need like their honest opinion or like, like I'm cool yeah. sticking to those people. Going like going to the deal breakers. Like I think for me, because I feel the same. I feel very similarly to you. I think that it's nice to have a lot of acquaintances, and uh, I mean, I think that I'm certainly a people pleaser. But it's like I, so I don't want to. I'll get into that. But anyway, let me just get back to my deal breakers. So okay, I think if you. Like if you're at odds with someone um, a lot or some people are overly negative, I'm just trying to think of the way that, again, like the distance of people have been distanced from me or like, I think apologizing for me, like, cause I'm a person that will very quickly apologize for something or even mm-hmm. if even maybe not, I mean, maybe even if I haven't done anything wrong, but I will apologize to someone. And I think what I've learned um what I've learned like over the years as I've gotten older is like, if someone is not reciprocating that apology, if they've done something wrong or if they can't own up or take responsibility, that is a really, uh, that's a really big, like a flag goes up and Mm -hmm. I'll, that just kind of like starts this process of like, okay, maybe I don't want this person to be as close. Maybe I don't want to be as close to this person or whatever. Um, I want. I do want to shout out my my best friend Jimmy, who I've, I've known since I was two, and because he really, he and I have a very interest, like a great friendship, because he taught me sort of how to like one be a friend in general. But I think like we've rarely fought in the you know thirty years that we've known each other, and mm-hmm. I think that's credited to the fact that he is also very forgiving. Like I've done. I mean, you have to be to be friends with me for that long. But like, I think if we've ever fought or disagreed, it's over in an instant. Like we've, right. we've just, like, he doesn't hold on to things. He doesn't, you know, and I think that that's sort of the, the foundation that I've sort of created with all of my friendships, because it's like, I don't want there to be this like lingering thing. And if it, there is going to be, then it's like, then maybe this isn't working. Cause I don't want to be dealing with this bullshit all the time. Totally. Well, and that's, I mean, that just goes along to like with what you're trying to say with like deal breakers. Like, what are you willing to put up with? Yeah. If you're, you know, and like I said, some people are more than happy putting up with people. Like, I think a lot of that's insecurity because if you're putting up with people that are allowing a one-sided friendship, like that's just not great. Like you shouldn't walk away from every interaction with a friend more stressed out. Yeah. No, agreed. And I think I'm the type of person that luckily this, I, I, you know, this hasn't happened very often, but I just think, I, I always think of that quote, I'm guilty of giving people more chances than they deserve, but when I'm done, I'm done. That's like exactly how I am because yeah. like, it's just, it's over if it gets to a point where I just, and I don't know, it just must be a chemical imbalance, but I just can't, I can't bring myself to like go back to a place if it's going to be like 
negative or whatever. It's just like that's a good said, thing, though. No, that's I know, and thing. like no one needs that shit in their lives, especially right now. You know, you just don't need any of that negativity. So, um, another another unfortunate inspiration for this conversation was an altercation on CBS's The Talk with host Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood, whom I know personally from working on the show for three years as the host assistant. Shout out. I mean, not to brag, um, humble brag. And I can tell you firsthand what a close relationship these two ladies have. If you missed it, on a recent episode, Sharon heatedly defended her friend Piers Morgan for his controversial comments about Meghan Markle and defended herself against claims that her support of Piers could be construed as racist. I don't know what's going to happen with them, but the talk has since gone dark after the contentious debate, but is set to return on Tuesday, presumably with Sharon and Cheryl still there. Um, anyway... Annie, I want to know, have you ever done anything that was friendship ending? No, I am perfect. <laughs> um, no, I would say for sure. I mean, really? Yeah, not intentionally. Yeah. But I'm sure there have been moments where I, I mean, I think anytime, I don't know, friendship ending. I have an instance from college um, where one of my roommates and I, went into the living situation, best friends, and then left the living situation, not speaking. You're joking. No, I swear to God. Literally same thing um, happened uh, to me. Yeah. Like best friends maybe shouldn't live together. No, uh, but I also had another instance not. of living, but now she years later, it took like a year, but now we're like, great. You know? So that's just an instance of best friends shouldn't Crazy. live together. That literally yeah. same thing. Same thing. Um, but no, I mean, any time a friendship ends, I don't think it's because of the actions of one person. No. So I, I would be very unaware of myself if I were to say- like, so You're saying no, it's like a relationship? Been. I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, well, no, sometimes it could just be one person in a relationship. <laughs> true, true. That's true. Um, but no, I mean, yeah. I think friendship, there tends to be like more forgiveness and that sort of thing. Well, have I ever done anything friendship any? I mean- I roll the dice every week on this podcast. That is so true. <laughs> Not just on the podcast. Every time you text me. It's every real, time. Okay. It's a real journey. So, so this is what I was getting into. So I'm always worried about being annoying. And I try to be very conscious of it because it happened to me a lot when I was young. People would say I'm annoying and didn't want to hang out with me anymore. And again, this was like when we were kids, but people would be like, yeah, you're being really annoying and no one, like, we don't want to hang out with you anymore. Basically, like, exactly what I said. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I was like, a little well, bit obviously of, it is because you're carrying, I, I know, carrying but I was a little, years. I know, but I was a little bit of an asshole and I, I created this complex in myself. It's like, if you don't want to hang out with me, then fuck you. Um, I'm not, I'm going to be like the biggest dick. Okay. Wait, um, but do you think that's how you are? Um, I'll, I mean, not anymore. I no. I think I do. I employ the same tactic. Yes. But it's not as aggressive as be, like calling you out and like saying your mom's fat or something like what I used to do. So you <laughs> think like, if you don't want to hang out with me, like whatever. Uh, yes. Again, like now that we're older, it's a little bit different, but if like someone's dodging you or like not hanging out with you, I'm like, fine, screw you. Like uh, so many other people would want to hang out with me. <laughs> okay. That I agree with, with how yeah. you are. Yes. However, I think this is going to make everyone that hangs out with you on the podcast that listens, um, or not on the podcast, everyone that listens that you hang out with is going to now be curious about <laughs> if this is about them. I think that you hang out with people 
that you don't necessarily want to hang out with because you feel like some sort of obligation if someone asks you to hang out. I do feel that way too. So it, yeah. it, it kind of goes both ways. Whereas before, um, yeah, so I developed a strategy which like I decided that I'm going to like hang out with multiple groups of people so that no one could get sick of me and then okay. I can just jump or bop around to different people. So then people will be like, Bryce, we want you to hang out with me. And like, too, sorry, you know, I've got to do this, you know, sorry, whatever. I just, I think that okay. that's a good way to do it only because then you're not saddled into, and again, I, I mean, here's the thing, what, what then happened, which is what I'm so lucky happened, which is that all the groups that I, you know, these groups that I'm in, I become very, very close with, with all of them. So it's not like it's, and then it's like, it's not a much of a chore of me being like, Oh, peace out. Sorry. I don't like it. It becomes less of me being like, I don't want, like, I don't want them to think that I'm annoying to, Oh, I want to hang out with these people. And then right. these people asking me to do something. So I want to do that too. And like, now I got to pick and choose. Now I get to pick and choose and have my pick of the litter and all this stuff. I mean, believe me, it's gone down significantly since I've gotten older. But. I just love that you said, now I have the pick of the litter. Like now you get to decide what is the most fun sounding thing and just do that. No, that's not how it is. That's not how it is. I, someone <laughs> asks me first, it's, it go, it's, a, it's a pecking order. If someone asks oh, no. me first. I know because you have said to me before when I ask you to hang out once a year, you're if you already have plans, you're like, oh, I can't. I have plans with so and so, and immediately I tell you to cancel that. Yes, that's true. That is very. And true. I do get actually, I do get a little butt hurt when you choose to hang out with other people besides oh me. Well, Annie, I was going to say what's funny is that I, like literally in my notes here, I was just thinking that I it's something that I really think about with you because here's we are we are so we are bound together in so many ways in both our personal friendships and this podcast. And I think, yeah. look and like, look at our text chains alone. Oh my God. We're in like 45 group chats. But you know what I love about that? I think all the text threads are so amazing because it, to me, it shows that people want to talk to us together because we're of our dynamic and we're entertaining. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, okay, I got to back off or she's going to fucking start a podcast. <laughs> like, I'm just like, but I mean, I, I really actually, I mean, it's kind of a, I, I mean, I know I'm joking, but I think it's really, I, I do think that people, I think that's why we are in so many text chains with our friends because they do want, they do think they do find us entertaining, which hopefully that translates to the show and people, you know. Yeah. That's honestly something that I had never thought about. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, that's how I interpret it because I'm trying to be glass half full here. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I think that's great. I just, I've literally never given. Is that a UNK glass? (laughs) Yeah, can't spell wrong for that UNK. Oh God. Um, No, I just mean like I've never given any thought into why we are in so many group chats. Oh well, I mean, I that's what I think. But I I like that. I like that theory. I do too. No, what I was going to say is when I, I don't, this is something I should get better about, but I don't make a lot of effort to hang out with people or like to make a plan with people. If people ask me, I'm happy to do something fun, but like, I'm not going to, I don't typically go out of my way to do those things. So then when I do, and you throw it in my face that you already have plans with someone else, it makes me never want to ask you again. Well, also, it's and every time, guys, everyone, every time Annie asks to do something or makes a plan, it's National Annie Day. Yeah, it's and mad. it's the most fun anyone has. It's the most fun anyone has ever had in their lives. But 
it is like it's it's very rare so you really do have to like clear your schedule it's so rare especially so, if it's like day drinking okay really quickly wrap this up what is the yeah. biggest lesson you've learned in a friendship you've either had in the past or have currently is there a lesson i can go if you if you want to think about it for a second too uh you go and i'll well mine is pretty simple it's just that I think it took a long time. It was a lesson that I had to learn through several friendships, through a French, through um, like my a fam, my family dynamic growing up with my large extended family. Like, but I learned basically to don't compare yourself to your friends mm-hmm. and just be happy for everybody. And I think it's t- it took me a long time to learn that, but it's so much more gratifying, especially out in LA when where everyone is so competitive and in this, in the industry that I work in is so competitive. And it's like, it's such a breath of fresh air to see people that are like very supportive. Like, you know, I think that like Annie, to your credit, it's like, all, that's why I love hanging. Like that's what gravitated toward me toward the group that you have because mm-hmm. everyone is so supportive of themselves. Everyone is so supportive of each other. Yeah. And everyone is like, I mean, there's a lot of people that are doing the exact same things and they're still supportive. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, it is really nice. That's, that's the thing that, especially out here in LA, like if people are wanting to move to LA, like that's what you need to find when you get out here is just people that have your back and aren't going to just like yes. you know, talk shit about you. So. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I think my biggest lesson like about friendship, I won't say that it came from a, well, it, I'm sure it came from a lot of different experiences, it's that not everyone has to be your friend. Ooh, that's good. Um, like I'm like That's something I need to learn. <laughs> you definitely need to learn it. Um, but yeah, like I don't see there's no point in like forcing things in friendships. And so if you meet someone, like it's okay to keep them at an acquaintance level, or it's okay to just be like, you know what, they do not serve me. And not serve me in the sense of like what can you do for me? Yeah. But that's about energy and vibes and like I said, if you leave a situation with someone more stressed out than when you got there on a regular basis, like that, that's you need what to I'm evaluate saying. that. Yes. That is like, that is a deal breaker. That yeah. is like, no, I, I, you can't do that because like, again, right. no one has the fucking energy for that shit. Exactly. And there's going to be moments like every friendship has a moment where like things get heated or things get, you know, whatever. But if it's on a regular basis, that's when you need to take a deeper look. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, well, that was good. That was a good conversation. Yeah. All right. Um, Look at us. Maybe someone learned something this I episode. Know. Well, oh, there, we, there. Started, we started with your fart and then we taught somebody something. Yes. And you know what? We're going to just lose everybody again because now oh, here we go. Of the show, get ready for nobody's nonsense. Oh, this is my favorite. We, I know it is, I, which is so shocking. I know. Know approval, but but anyway. I just love things like this. <laughs> I know they are, it is really stupid. And fun. Yeah. Uh, but nobody's nonsense is a segment in which we answer very irrelevant and incredibly random questions. So the first question I have for you, Annie, if your sheets, your bed sheets had to yes. be made out of deli meats, what meat would you want them to be made of? Oof. Um, no, it's tough. Probably oven roasted turkey breast. Okay, I was gonna say the same thing. Do you why? Because I think like that is one. It's like the lightest color, and two, I think it has like the least amount of smell. Ooh, that's good. I didn't even think about smell. I was thinking greasiness. Like you can't have pastrami or like yeah, um, no pepperoni. Like you can't. That would be disgusting. You would be like covered in acne. 
Yeah, exactly. So turkey, I think that even the low sodium turkey, I'd go one better, low sodium, because then you'd have that less of that, like, you know, film on top of it and like less grease. Again, I'm worried about like my skin for some reason. I'm worried about like how I'm going to smell when I have to go leave the house. That's a good, that's a really good in that for eight hours. You're not going to want like roast beef. Like that's going to be, that would be. Except roast beef might be like the least greasy. Could be, but it has it's like to be a little smelly. drier. It has to be a little. It would be a little smelly though. Yeah, true. That's okay, honestly such a disgusting question. <laughs> okay, hang on. I have to pee. Hold on. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake! I'm dying. We have to cut this part out. All right. Next question is: You just won an all-expense-paid trip. To- <laughs> this oh no. This is for for Annie. I just like saw this sort of bursting out laughing. I can't even get through the question. You just you just want an all expense paid trip to anywhere in the world, but you can go only go if you take three people three of the people you dislike the most with you. <laughs> who are who are they and where are you going? Let's say celebrities. Yeah, I was gonna say, like I'm not just gonna throw out names. Yeah, like, throw names at people like um well obviously like Taylor guy. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wait, where are you going first? Oh, um... Well, I guess, it does, actually, I asked you, who are they and where are you going second? So you can keep going. Well, where we're going, we're going to go to, like, an island. Okay. Maybe, like, Antigua or, like, Turks and Caicos. Some place that's, like, stunning. Yes. I'm bringing Taylor Swift. I'm bringing... God, who can I not stand? <laughs> um... Or just like it, it, public figures, or just anyone. I mean, obviously. Oh well, then Donald Trump. Yeah, there you go. So and sorry. Mike Pence, and then I'm going to leave all of them there. Together. Together. So you're going to Antigua. Sure. Okay. All right. I I would have to agree with you. I would like to go to an island, but you know, just for just for shits, I'm going to say we're going to go skiing. Okay. Mountain town. We're going to go tell your ride. Okay. I'm going to bring. Cool. Um, Tommy Lauren. Um, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Trump. Let's see. Yeah. Let's, let's see. I'm going to say Don Jr. Actually. Ooh, gonna... Good one. Don Jr. And make and... him fly. Make him fly coach. <laughs> yes. That was, wait, that was, they all fly coach now. I, I know. Um, I actually might. Can we like just take the whole Trump family? We could. I mean, yeah, sure. You could take him to an island. I was thinking that you could take him to like a volcano. I mean, that yeah, would be- <laughs> that would be ideal. Oh, I mean- uh, well, who's my last person? Um, uh, you said three. Oh yeah. Well, okay. I mean, technically, oh, you want to do Don Jr. instead of Trump? I want to do Don Jr. instead of. So I want to take Tommy Lauren. I'm trying to think of someone who's not a Republican. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think of who I hate as a celebrity. I'm trying. I don't really. I just love all of them. <laughs> you just want to be them. Yeah. <laughs> um. I know. I'm trying to think of like someone that I find just incredibly annoying. Harvey Weinstein. Great. There we go. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, you know what? I might take Woody Allen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. He's a, atrocious. Okay, that's good. Yeah. All right. So, um, next one. If you were held at gunpoint. And told that if you didn't impress them with your dance moves, you would be killed. What dance move would you? The stanky leg. Really? Oh, I do a mean stanky leg. 
okay, you're going to have to like put that on film and we're going to have to put it on the podcast. I Instagram. will not. You've made me ugly on our, po- on our podcast Instagram more than enough times. <laughs> <laughs> You're the stangling. Yeah. I would do the Macarena because- Of course you would. Well, they should be impressed. That song was like 20 years ago. I mean, if you can still remember that dance, that's pretty impressive. That's well, they're as soon as that song starts, they're going to off you because that song sucks. It's so annoying. It's is almost it? as bad as Stanky Leg. <laughs> Isn't there a song? What's that song that's just like on a, it's on a loop constantly. And it's just like, it's sort of like the Macarena. It's like nothing. It's like one oh, bar of lyrics. Yeah. Chicken dance is not bad. That's a pretty good idea. That's actually. no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Wh- this is a bonus round. Okay. What two totally normal things would become really weird if you do them back to back. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Cracking your back and farting. (laughs) (laughs) We come full circle, ladies and gentlemen. We come full circle. <laughs> oh my god, that is still I'm that like story made my whole day. I'm so um, happy. I'm so glad. God, that was so embarrassing. I just I mean so funny. I, I it was embarrassing, but then again, I was like, I don't really give a shit, actually. I, I mean, think this guy was a temp. <laughs> I would leave the country. <laughs> I went back the next day. I was like, hey, what's up? You I mean, put that in my file, like flashlands. <laughs> Someone, I will say oh, just, just quickly. I will say that we're. I've thought about this and how gross this would be. Is working out or like being re- like going in the sauna, or really su- being really sweaty and getting yeah. into bed. Oh yeah, I don't like that. That is so gross. That's just I'm more like, gross though than weird. I don't know. I mean, they're sort of weird and grosser. There's a pretty thin line. That's true. But I always think I'm like, what if I just got into bed right now? Like I then I and then I get like Oof. watch then also then my whole brain, like my brain basically exposed to something, then I have to wash the sheets and then I have to go to da, 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 Oh yeah. Like, you just you get to- really sweaty and then crawl into your oven roasted turkey brush sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> all right, well that's oh all. Oh my time. god. It's all we've this got. is a fun one. Yeah, this was fun. All right. Well, guys, if you're not following us yet, please do so on Instagram at nobody's pod at Annie underscore Wilk and at Bryce advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at nobody's the pod. Same for our personals. You can always email us at no expert all opinion at gmail.com. And if you are listening on Apple podcasts, please leave us a five-star review and tell your friends to listen. Thanks guys. We hope you have an amazing weekend and more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.